Hey guys, this podcast is going to be a little bit different. Randy and I actually went on the road to central Iowa. We visited the Farm for Profit guys, and we also recorded a Farm for Fun podcast. So this is kind of a crossover podcast that we did. We had a lot of fun, spent a few hours there in the office, and might have drank a little bit of whiskey, maybe tried some of the black velvet that I hear so much about down in Iowa. Uh, I'm staring at a bottle right now back at home. They actually sent it with us. Anyway, Randy and I are uh, actually heading to California to do some more podcasting on the road. So be on the lookout for those. We're going to do a whole trip out there. We're going to bring a lot of stuff over to the YouTube channel and to our other social media. So there's a bunch more podcasts that are going to be coming from that trip. I think we're going to call it Zach and Randy Do America. Anyway, keep your eyes peeled for that. But for now, enjoy this episode with the Farm for Profit, Farm for Fun guys down in central Iowa. Check out their podcast if you get a chance. Hey, listeners, welcome back to the Farm for Profit podcast. This is Tanner Winterhoff. This is Corey Hillebo. And this is David Whitaker. And as promised, because last week was a profit show, this is a Farm for Fun week. So thank you for coming in and hanging out. Hopefully we can entertain you a little bit. Thanks again for sending us topics, guest ideas. You know, obviously the guests we've got today come straight from you. But most importantly, thank you for your reviews. And thank you, our listener review. This week is brought to you by BW Fusion. They are combining the best-in-class products along with BW365 soil and tissue programs, provide growers the tools and resources necessary to identify limiting factors and address them accordingly. Real-time results. Tanner, this is what we're talking about, maximizing yield potential and ROI. So thanks, BW Fusion, for partnering with us on the review. And, Corey, what's the review? Today, our review is by Jason Young, and that is quite the interesting way to spell Jason. Mm-hmm. I like it. Awesome show. Love listening to you guys. Kudos from Indiana. Thanks, guys. That. And that's where BW Fusion is at, too, right? That's where they started. Yep. Thank you for listening in from Indiana. Also, don't forget, Gearinghoff is head of the class no matter the crop, and they are a proud partner of the Farm for Profit podcast. But I don't think we need to make them wait any longer. Should we get into our first guest? Absolutely. First guest or first beer? First introduction. We have two guests. Oh, my goodness. All right. I'm going to make it hard on Tanner here. I'm not turned on. I need two kinds of music. It's not turned on. Check. There it's coming. Today on the Farm for Fun show, we have two special guests in studio with us. The first guest is a farmer, a firefighter, a drain tile contractor, a Gearinghoff dealer. Shout out to Gearinghoff, head of the class, no matter the crop. A fellow podcaster on a little podcast that you may have heard of called Off the Husk from West Central Minnesota, Randy, the Master Pipe Layer Nessman. All right. Welcome, Randy. Cue the next one. Welcome, Randy. Cue the next one. Oh, Master Soundboard Extraordinaire. Let's see if we can get this in here. This is going to be... This is all day. He never wastes time. <laughs> let's just let's just soak this in for a second. <laughs> That's long enough. Now, now on to a man that willingly once let the master pipe layer lay his pipe. I'm sorry to say after this, guys, that we're probably gonna have to hang this up because I don't know where we go from here. This man is a household name all over the world. He's a farmer, a race car driver, has over 867,000 followers, subscribers on YouTube with over 232 million views. He's also the host of the Off the the Husk podcast (laughs) from Minnesota, the man himself, Zach, the millennial farmer, Johnson. All right. 
sad. It's our last show. <laughs> and he's got his own. I don't know, what do you even call this? Music video? Music. Yeah, man. Oh, he's America's farmer. I'm speechless. You had somebody write you a song? <laughs> no, I didn't have somebody write me a song. Somebody wrote me a song. The part where you paid him wasn't supposed to get out, was it? <laughs> no, it was not. He might he might be part of the surprise later. I don't know. We'll see. That's funny. Welcome to the studio. Thanks for sticking around. Listeners, if you are a faithful listener, you know that these guys just hung out on our part two of the tile episode. If you missed that one, you should probably go back and listen to it. Absolutely. Do we need to do we need to pause here, or should we just get a little bit of background about them first? Let's just go right into it. Let's go right go right into it. I know we had you on your last one, Randy. I introduce you first. Give us a little background: who you are, what you do. Randy Nesman, born and raised Kensington, Minnesota, a small town by Alexandria. How far you want me to go back? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. And you're a farmer and a master pipe player. And what else do you? Correct. Firefighter. Waterboard member? Waterboard, yeah. You waterboard, waterboard people? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? The waterboard meetings are always the best. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Get lots of information that way. Of course we would. banned that a while ago. <laughs> that was a torture technique we can't use anymore. You got family, kids? Yep. Two boys, 10 and 13, Milo and Oliver, and uh, wife, Christina. She probably doesn't want me to say her age, but somewhere <laughs> rhymes with 38. <laughs> somewhere rhymes with 38. <laughs> and your name on Instagram is master underscore... Pipe underscore layer. Correct. And that was given to you by Zach, right? Minus the underscores. As it turns out, there was a whole bunch of other people on Instagram that already had Master Pipe Layer. Oh. I don't I don't know why. Well, know so Zach many. was extremely creative. He was original with your name? <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. 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 I had to come up with the underscores, though. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so does your wife have an Instagram as well? She does, but it's private, and oh, she gets mad at me every time I take her. It's not I'm, the master pipe taker? It's not to, the master it's, pipe taker. It's the master Randy layer. <laughs> oh. Who also Zach accidentally cloned on a movie <laughs> once, or video. Oh. It seems like it's all Zach's fault. It usually is. So we shouldn't feel bad that he's got somebody making music videos about him. Correct. He's probably the reason I'll wake up with a headache tomorrow morning also. <laughs> no. So in my intro, I had that you lay pipe for Zach, but you actually have only ever done done it once he's like 60 miles away <clears throat> we're on an awkward guys, pause now so how did you guys connect i live 60 miles from where i work uh, so i live just what are we 11 miles apart now yeah not even um, so your neighbors correct yeah and he's born and raised right close i mean i've always known him do we have a caller calling in dave <laughs> is that live on there let's yeah. take the call hey welcome aboard yeah. <laughs> this is a Whitaker marketing group i'm looking to sell my farm <laughs> Give us all the details. Yes. <laughs> Social security number, address. Yep. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, uh-huh. so, we've, so we've always known each other. And then uh, his wife did daycare for us. Uh, boys are pretty small. So yeah, it would have been, well, I think Oliver's one. So I guess nine years ago, I suppose, probably when we really started hanging out probably. quite a bit. Yep. So. And you're still friends. Well, it's more of a social media thing at this point, but <laughs> it's a contractual friendship. We just talk crap about each other once the mics are off. So it's you guys have an in in home daycare? Was that it? my wife did? Yeah, we so we did at our yeah. our old place. But when we moved to the farm here in 2018, she quit doing that. So which we knew the whole time the plan was to move to the farm at some point, yeah. and she wasn't going to do daycare forever. But it's what she enjoyed doing while our kids were young. Hmm. I thought nice. about doing getting into daycare. It's like farming kids. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> be prepared to replace all your flooring and your yeah. walls. And oh, I would be like, it'd be like a commercial space. Farm and pigs, then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How many times do you redo the flooring in your basement? I don't want to talk about it, Randy. <laughs> the good news was. When we sold it, we sold it as is. So my procrastination on the flooring in the basement for the third time worked out. Huh? Worked out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you're the millennial farmer, and in studio we have millennial, 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 and me. What? Okay, <laughs> now hold on. You can't be that far out of being a millennial. I think I'm a year out. Well, yeah. Randy and I have had this conversation. There's before. two different numbers on Google if you look. So what year are you born? Eighty-two, and I think eighty-one's the last cutoff. If 81 is the cutoff, then you're so in. Then you're in. Ray, see, Randy right. had this problem, I'm too. What's that? I'm 83. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. then maybe we're both in, but I don't think What's so. the cutoff on the other end? Uh, the other one was uh, uh, 84, I think. Oh, well, I'm not even a millennial. Well, I thought, well, no, I'm 88. All right, half, I'll Google it. Half time. breeds? Oh, half breeds. I thought he said it went from 80 to 80. No, what's the top end? 90? Well, we're going to look 80, it up. 89? No, behind that would only be like eight years of a generation. It's uh, it's got to be like ninety eight, eighty one to ninety four ish six. Oh, that one has us in it. We're fully entrenched in the millennial. Oh man, what's maybe, the next one? Maybe we're all Gen what's Z. This, what's this one say? I don't know. So, how did you come up with the millennial farmer name, Zach? Where did that start from? I mean, besides being one. Well, yeah, I mean, I, when, when I started the channel, we, we went round and round about what I should call it, and I had a lot of different ideas, which, of which I don't really remember the other ones now, but, you know, at the time, six years ago when I started it, millennials were all the hype, so I knew it was kind of a buzzword. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that did play into it for sure, but then on the, on the other end, I was sick of hearing stuff about farming that wasn't true. You know, yeah, they know we use GMOs and drain tile. And pesticides, but they don't know why. They don't know right. what goes into that and the management decisions behind it. So I kind of felt also that putting the word millennial there, not only was it kind of a buzzword that would grab some attention because it wasn't probably thought of very often to go with farmer, I also saw it as an opportunity to kind of show that our generation is still out here working with the soil and getting their hands dirty too. Right. Well, I don't think that was a bad idea. And, uh, Going on behind your head, it took Dave about 15 minutes to figure out how old millennials actually were. So there's a 15-year window for millennials. So is this what we're going with officially? I, I guess. 81 I, to 96. Pew is, I mean, pewresearch.org <laughs> sounds, pretty, it sounds pretty reliable. It was the fourth. Did you know that guys actually go down to the fourth or fifth result on Google where women pick the first or second result on Google all the time? That's because the top one or two are always Sponsored. paid for. Yeah. They are. And women fall for marketing all way the time. more. All the time. We sniff that shit out and yeah. go right past it. I swear it was on sale. <laughs> we probably end up at the same sites because yeah. usually the paid one is one of the top end. Yeah. That's true. Yep. So Gen Z is the next one. So is there a Gen Z farmer that's getting big? Yep. We, sh- we should have answered that phone call. My wife just sent me a text. Somebody wants to sell 80 acres. So Right now? Oh, that would have been sh- great. should have been all over it. No, Don't, uh, so how much? <laughs> <laughs> Tile? What's their, what's their bottom dollar? Oh, that's pretty good. Well, awesome. Well, thanks for coming down here and hanging out with us. We know we're, we're partly on your way, but we love having guests in the studio because it's a, a heck of a lot more fun. And uh, 
traditionally with our Farm for Fun episodes is we try different beers, different drinks. Uh, we have had a couple of non-alcoholic, but we're not going to put you through that torture today. Uh, that was a rough show. I mean, I'm nothing against non-alcoholic, but they just didn't taste good. No, they were awful. Yeah, yeah they, they gave us four different non-alcoholic beers. I never heard of Dry January. I thought it was Sober October or something. Yeah, well. Followed by No, no Remember November. <laughs> no, no, no Remember November. I thought it was No Nut November. <laughs> no Shave November. <laughs> okay, apparently you can't do anything in November. Apparently you can't. <laughs> so what we're going to start off with is in, instead of making you guys have to try non-alcoholic beers. You mentioned on one of your episodes that you wanted to try an Iowa delicacy, and that is Black Velvet. You're not going to give one to you. So okay. we're, we're not going to make you do the Black Velvet straight or plain. Uh, we're going to start you off with the toasted caramel or caramel. That's pretty much straight. Just put it in a glass. Just put it in a glass. No ice, Thanks. no water. Doll distributing. Are, are we shooting or are we sipping? So, However you want. I'd we're just going to talk. We just want your opinion. I'd sip it. Of one of Iowa's or you could shoot it. main like drinks. A, like a fine wine. <sighs> Caramely. It is very caramy. It's salty. It is, yeah. It's quite well, that's, salty. That's delicious. It is, it is salty. It's a good sipping. Mm. And there's no ice or nothing. This is just straight, you can, you warm, can have more. black wow. velvet. Randy, we better cancel everything going on the rest of the day. <laughs> My body just got that feeling like I'm not moving till 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, black velvet, again, for I think like the seventh or eighth year in a row, was the top-selling liquor in the state of Iowa. And Bush Light, which we will taste next, <laughs> is uh, the top-selling beer in the I state of Iowa. So, like. Welcome Man, to so Iowa. Good. I never had that. Yeah. <laughs> Just on the side of my combine. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so when you guys are not doing what you're doing on social media, do you have any hobbies? Do you, get to, do you actually have downtime to have fun outside of what you put out there for everybody to see, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube? Yeah. I guess in the summer recently, I guess last three, four years, we've gotten quite a bit of camping. It's pretty luxury camping. I mean, it's a, we have, camping. We have a camper. Yeah. 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 We don't necessarily go far a lot of times. I think last year... I guess it was three times we were, you know, three hours from home or something. But a lot of times we'll just camp six, seven miles from our house. I mean, we're the, we're the land of the lakes. Can we say do a you lot fish? Of we just do a little fishing. I'm not real big into it. Actually, my wife is uh, way bigger into fishing than I am. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, yeah, well, a lot of times we'll get a bunch of friends. We'll have six, seven, eight, ten campers parked together for the weekend. And So you guys aren't far from uh, DL, is the way they'd say it in Minnesota, up to Detroit Lakes, like number two party spot on 4th of July. Have you been to Zorba's Pizza and been to DL? Do you guys frequent over there? We don't get there a lot. No. Nope. Typically, like I said, we're, we're right, pretty right close, close to home. Mm-hmm. Yep. Alexander's got his Zorba's and, and uh, Chain of Lakes right there. And We're kind of right on that same, I guess I call it a swoosh that goes through. Well, you've been up there, obviously. There, there's so many lakes everywhere that kind of stretches through the center of the states and up to the northern part. And so we're kind of on that same stretch of lakes that goes through DL, like you're talking, mm-hmm. and over to Brainerd and... So we've got so many lakes right in our backyard, but but I have spent some time at Zorba's and DL. <laughs> <laughs> so Zach, what about you for hobbies besides scrolling TikTok? I end up in the summer, I have to go dirt track racing a lot, so I don't get a lot of time away because I'm always at different dirt tracks throughout the upper Midwest. What, what kind of car do you drive? Right now, it's a Wasoda modified, which would be like a USRA modified or a USMTS, UMP mod. So, so that'd be like an A, a mod? A mod, yeah. A mod, yep. yep. Gotcha. Got a couple of buddies that do that, sponsor a couple cars. So there you go. Also like, like to go to those. Are you a fa- fan of Kyle Larson? 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah, I ran late models for 12 years. Started in the in the mods or B mods, then to a mod, and then ran late models for a while, and, and now I'm back in a mod. Gotcha. Are you any good? He won in, in some of your, in your, he had a summer video. Go check it out. Yeah, but nobody, nobody, nobody posts their bad stuff. He didn't win some of them. Oh, yeah, I posted some bad stuff, too, but, yeah, we got some bigger championships. I mean, how many Good. people on Good social media do you see say, oh, I got fatter in 2021? They don't. They say, I lost They're all or, over the place. I, they're the ones they, that then they want you to do this patch on your belly button, or they want yeah. you to do the... Yeah. Ten-year, here's what I got. Who thought meal prep was expensive <laughs> commercials? Yeah. Hmm. Yep. That's pretty good. I've never the only dirt track racing that I've been to is figure eight races. Those are fun. Yeah. So that's what they were there was a figure eight track just about thirty minutes north of the farm as I grew up. So we'd spend a lot of Saturdays up there watching basically a glorified demo derby. It's yeah. a little different animal. With some high yeah. horse high horsepower and yeah. So are, you, so are you a mechanic too, or do you like have a mechanic guy or are you pretty handy? Well, I mean I yeah, I've built several race cars from nothing, so I mean, I can do that. I'm definitely not going to open the hood of my pickup up and start pulling plastic shields out and working on that. But, yeah, I can build a dirt track car gotcha. overnight. I had a buddy that went down to uh, Bristol when they put the dirt yep. on that and got Snapchat videos and stuff. I was like, what a cool, nostalgic place to go. Pretty awesome. You know, dirt track race, and that'd be sweet. Yep. So, How about uh, ice fishing? You guys get enough ice here? You probably yeah. do. Yeah. Yep. I had a buddy that was out last weekend catching okay. a few walleye, but nothing like what you guys get for. If we go ice fishing and want to be serious about it, we'll head your way. Sure. I've been up to like Winnebagosh, I think, up in northern Minnesota. Okay. And uh, caught some fish up there, but that's like a once every five year trip usually for me. Yeah, I got a brother in law that left this morning to go north of Leech. So okay. he'd, he'd go up through Emily and up about an hour and a half north of Emily there, the Cross Lake area north of that. Okay. The uh, Lake of the Woods, so I'll, I'll be going there next month. Mm-hmm. That's, of course, our lake. It's, well, halfway through the lakes, Canada. Yep. And then locally, of course, we do some. Again, my wife is way bigger into it than I am, <laughs> so I'll go out there, get the house warm for her, and, and uh, I'll, I'll screw around the lake and the snowmobile and, and things. Oh, and yeah, that'd be kind fun. Of poke in and out, have a beer. Drop a line. Ten minutes yeah. later, I'm bored. I'm ready to go do something else. <laughs> that's, that's what I used to do with snowmobile on a lot more. We'd go up to Cable, Wisconsin, and up there and oh man that was fun sure. just a bunch of bar hopping do you get enough snow around here a snowmobile we Once used to in a while yeah we haven't for a while sometimes it's good sometimes it's not yeah yeah i feel like we get snow now and then it melts like we yeah we don't get near the snow that lasts yeah. for a long time because i still i still have, remember we have trails we have mark trails we yep. have groomers yep. and things like that that when they do get it but it seems like it might be a week or two of Good riding and then gone. But there's fantastic deals on Facebook Swap when somebody bought a snowmobile and it doesn't snow for like a year. Oh, yeah. Screw this. Yeah. And so you can find some deals if you're willing to hold and yeah. sit. Then they want a motorcycle instead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Not a boat. How about uh, hunting? You guys getting into hunting then? I, I hunt. Dave hunts. Dave's actually from Montana. Yep. So he goes for okay. big game. What part of Montana? North Central part. Have her. Like here's a horse you can have her. Yep. Yep. Been through there. Yep. <laughs> But I, I elk hunt all, all through the Rockies and down Lewistown to Helena to all across there. So, mm-hmm. yep. So when I was in high school and college, there wouldn't be a weekend during hunting season that I wouldn't be duck hunting or goose hunting. And then uh, I just got burnt out. I mean, every damn weekend. I tell my friends, because they still try to get me to go, I tell them I'm retired. 
I might come out of retirement someday, but I'm retired. I mean, we got enclosed trailers full of full body goose decoys, layout blinds, duck boats, all that stuff. It's just on hold. Okay. Uh, I'll just, I like bow hunting whitetail right now. And I hardly get enough time for that since we started the podcast. And when you have big boy job and farm full time, it seems like that takes, a, seems like we're farming. Like you used to be able to go like get done farming in October and then go hunt the rut. Now we're farming until Thanksgiving. It I seems thought you like. just shot him off the combine. Uh, that's why you put bow. that. That's hard with the bow. <laughs> that's why you put He's your. Not going to say my that rifle podcast. identifies as a as a bow. As a bow. Is, is that what you're saying? <laughs> is that, is that what no. It is? no, I don't do that. How about you guys? You uh, do any hunting? I hadn't before. A lot. Our hunting season is is right with farming, yeah. and then we go right into tiling and you know through. But I did get back into deer hunting this year. A little bit, my my son, my thirteen year old, wanted to go. And you have so shotgun season, is what it is. See that moving <laughs> from have slugs, yeah. moving from Montana or to rifle, uh, moving to Montana where it's everything's high power. Everybody call it high power. It's just regular rifle to me. But then you move to Minnesota and everything's slug, and you can only shoot, you know, geez, hundred, yep. a couple hundred yards at max. So right north, the north half of Minnesota, then then you can rifle there. Yeah, we're, we're slug zone. But I I did actually just get back from Arkansas. Oh, duck hunting, goose stuck, hunting, and Stuttgart, or where'd you go? Down? Yeah, yeah, flooded timbers, flooded timber. Yep, did flooded timber, and then we went out uh, speckle. Oh, um, speckle belly. Yep. So I actually went with uh, Brian Brown. So if you know him, Brian's farming videos, uh, Southern Ohio. Yeah. I did. I came across. What was I doing over the Christmas break? I came across some of his stuff. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. we've actually gotten to be pretty good. Pretty good buddies. He's been up here one time. Did a podcast stuff with him, and then, uh, and actually, where we went was a dentist uh they have a hunting club okay and he's just a fan of of theirs ours sure um, awesome he, he listens to chuck from a podcast he yep. you guys so yeah it's just the whole social media thing's gotten to be pretty cool uh-huh what's the hunting club's name might as well give him a shout out to you well it's just a private hunting club oh really so it's not yeah but ne- never mind you can call them all you want never mind yeah like that one landlord that'll never rent it to <laughs> right yeah it's, it's uh five guys own this hunting club not the burger joint. That was one thing I never did was I'd probably come out of retirement to go hunt some flooded timber. It was a pretty I, cool experience. I've been giving him crap because I was kinda like you in high school. I would hunt ducks and geese five mornings a week. I mean we'd go we'd go hunt ducks and then we'd throw the shotgun and the decoys in the pickup and drive right to school. Yep. And then we'd go hunting all the way home. We'd jump the jump yep. ducks off the sloughs and my dream was to go to Stuttgart, Arkansas, and go duck hunting there. That's what I wanted to do. And then Randy, well, Brian invited me too, but I had to skip it because <laughs> we got kids in hockey. And yeah. Ah. So I didn't get to go, yeah. but it looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Then they told me about all the poison snakes. They said, "Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> all thanks. The, no all thanks. The, all the poison snakes in the U.S. start there and then go <laughs> start on from there. there. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so they're they're talking about you know, water moccasins dropping oh, yeah. out of a tree, and it was colder and we were there, so they. And it's not like you really have to worry about it, but it's something to watch for. And <laughs> Are they really not messing with you? No. They got poisonous snakes in central Arkansas? Oh, yeah. yeah. Rocky, yeah. isn't it? Well, then never mind. So if, it, I'll so go if watch it's cold. Alligators? <laughs> they, re- they don't have alligators. They've got a few, yeah. He killed one. He had got a tag two years ago. And in that flooded timber? Yep. Get out Where they're at there, it's very rare, but but it has been. They have seen it. It's like a bobcat in Iowa. It, it's rare. No, correct. bobcats are... They're no, everywhere true. now. It's a mountain, mountain line. line. Yeah. yeah, there's one in Des Moines now. Did you see that? I did. I just saw that. That's yeah. That's where my headline came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big cat moving in. Yeah, we don't have bears like you guys have in Minnesota. You got to get north of us a hundred yeah. miles to get to it. Okay, I say we have one thing. bear. Yeah, <laughs> what? 
There's like one in like northeast Iowa that keeps getting pictured here and there. <laughs> in the corn. Yeah. yeah. He's famous. Yeah. We had one hanging in a tree in our local town that they uh, tranquilized out of the tree. You'll hear one coming down every five years or something. Yeah. But, hmm. No. Very cool. No, that sounds like a, a really cool trip. So outside of that, that was probably a, a nice vacation for your wife. Yep, that was, <laughs> that was pretty good. We actually, so I flew down to Nashville. Nashville is about the halfway point for him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Nashville to Arkansas seems like a straight line. <laughs> so we hit, we hit Nashville for a night and then continued on. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Nash uh, Vegas. Yeah, so, so did you come back actually providing for your family? <laughs> I, I did, but I didn't want to fly with any of them, so so I didn't actually bring any of them with. But sounds I did, like a really good excuse. Huh? It was a week of providing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, you must be exhausted. <laughs> you good must, for you though, you doing that be. for your family. Right. With rates at historic lows, now is the time to secure your land loan with FBN Finance. You can lock in a 30-year fixed ag loan at 3.55% or a 15-year fixed at 3.10%. Whatever your why is to get a loan, FBN Finance will work with you to build the best outcome. Their team helped one spring and winter wheat farmer refinance and save $351,000, and another farmer in Montana lower their yearly payments by $114,000. A loan with FBN Finance means that you're getting a great rate and you're working with a great team to build a solid plan that supports your operation. So visit fbn.us slash financing to find the financial solution to fit your farm. Apply today for a 30-year fixed ag loan at 3.55% or a 15-year fixed at 3.10% at fbn.us forward slash financing. Yeah, so I actually got home at one o'clock this morning and then and then we took off at seven like literally this morning yeah oh you're oh, fresh off it right yeah oh, man. Man. blood still on tailgate i'm yeah. gonna have to pour you some more black velvet <laughs> and get you some more fluid rolling we used to shoot so many geese that we didn't know what to do with the meat and we started making jerky out of them that that was the best it's way pretty to, awesome yeah, yeah. That, that was the best and then like snow geese it sounds like leather yeah. it's it's so, pretty good jerky so to interrupt us this is what happens when you have a garage door in your studio is uh Apparently, that kid's hobby is to walk his dog while riding a skateboard. <laughs> I oh, miss that. <laughs> Maybe is the dog pulling him like a? It was kind of. It was half snow dog, half and half. Yeah. Well, Maybe it's the dog's hobby. And this kid doesn't. He doesn't even want to do it. <laughs> yeah. The dog's sitting there begging him. Can we just go for a skateboard ride? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so there's one of those squirrel. We get it every once in a while. We get one of those. So Zach, all your kids play hockey. Did you play hockey? I did not, but my wife did. Oh, so okay. the school I went to did not have hockey which is kind of weird in Minnesota. Yeah. Usually the small-town schools that don't have enough kids to make a hockey team, they co-op with the schools around them. That's what I've learned. But, yeah, now now we're into hockey, full-time hockey family. Yesterday we were cleaning a shed, and uh, Tanner and Corey come over to help me, and we found two hockey sticks in there. So oh. Corey grabs his hockey stick, and he's just like, I don't know what you were, like a, a Rubik's Cube or Ca- something. He was just throwing wheels. it around. I wished a caster it. wheel. And it come right and past Tanner's right. head. It, Tanner's like, did you shoot something a minute? No. No. Oh, <laughs> like, I swear, something right by my, yeah, yeah, it might have. Other than the skid loader was shatterproof glass, but he's apparently it's not shatterproof. <laughs> yeah. though. Yeah, it sounded like it was not shatterproof. The front yeah. is. The front is. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Hmm. Huh? So when you guys, like you said, that was someone that was a fan of what you guys do on social media and your podcast. Do you have any other fun stories of people that have connected with you because of what you do that have uh, produced some decent opportunities or really fun events? I'd say more opportunities than what we can make work. 
Yeah. Um, but off the top of my head, I mean, Trevor Bales is a good one. We've had him up to the podcast, and we're going to go visit him here in March. Yep. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely, it definitely opens things up. Well, now we can't have him because he's also been on Sharky's podcast. So yeah. Trevor Bales is off the list. Uh, oh, you should have him. <laughs> but he'll come up here. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd Trevor, be fun. Trevor's as fun as it gets. Yeah. But the last two years, we've also been down to South Texas. Oh, yeah. um, we got connected with Michelle Miller, who is uh, Ag Mag South Texas. She's got a magazine down there, and she's on social media. But we went down there and stayed on, actually, we stayed on South Padre Island for a week. We did some touring with the farms down there, the vegetable farms and everything. And then we went to South Florida, too, in that Lake Okeechobee area where the the lake is essentially dammed up and everything south of it where the lake used to run is being farmed and i mean that was unbelievably interesting and different from what we do here yeah no sugar beets huh sugar no cane. sugar beets yeah sugar cane we saw sugar cane last year in yeah. texas we actually went and toured the plant and and they're harvesting we even saw some planting and uh and a and burn then, and then went wow. to the plant a burn kids got to climb in the giant sugar pile in the uh <laughs> how big is that about 60 feet tall 50 yeah, 50 feet tall. The guy that was taking us on the tour, the kids were asking if they could climb to the top, and he kind of like, yeah, sure, go ahead, climb to the top of that. Like, they're not going to make it up there, you know? Yeah. Next thing you know, they're at the top of the pile, and he turns around, and he's like, oh, okay, guys, come on down. <laughs> come on. Come on down. And this was sugar that was getting chipped off and then had to get uh, refined one more time, which is why they're able to climb uh, it. Oh, yeah. But it was it was just like a, almost like a brown sugar because it still had the molasses in it. Okay. And they got down... <laughs> They were just trashed. I, I mean, their pockets say, are full of sugar. Their socks, everything. their shoes. We took them home, or we took them back to the RB or whatever it's called, VRBO, and chucked them in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> the, the van was so sticky. Oh we yeah, got it back. We brought that pedophile van back to the the <laughs> place we rented it. We get the big panel van because it's the only way to haul two big families. And yep. It was full of mud and sugar. <laughs> Legit. That is funny. Mud and sugar. Did they have hogs down there? Wild hogs or yeah, like in Texas? Like we had wild hogs. hogs. Yeah, that's what I, I want to do. That too. I want to shoot them out of a helicopter. As did we, but yep. we had too many f- family and wives with that we couldn't work that in. <laughs> yeah. Hunter, so yeah, auctioneer I, buddy of mine. How much is that? That owns that, and they have like an AR platform shotgun, uh-huh. or one of them, anyways. He's he's. Uh, for hogs? Yeah, for hogs. He's in Texas, and so they uh, shoot him right out of a helicopter, and he bought into that, and and. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Then they made a deal where they give all the hog meat. They got people to go collect all the hogs after you shoot them to give all the hog meat away to the hungry. I mean, it's a good program. Yeah. So, I just imagine that their insurance is out of this world. Yeah, <laughs> I would imagine. If so. you watch those YouTube videos of those guys, just but what a right. great way to give back to the community. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> you know, providing for yes. people. You suppose they have a stop on that thing so they can't get the rotor. I. Can't with what? Ooh. Oh, on the, on the little gun that yeah, that, yeah, that, right. I, yeah. I suppose that'd probably be smart. I don't know. Probably the be ones, a bad day. I don't know that it wouldn't matter. You don't think so? You shot a bullet through the rotor, got that rotor, the end of the rotor. It's not going to go through, is it? Where would it go? Oh, I think there'd be even if your helicopter's pointing down like this, you're still high enough. You're pointing at the ground. Yeah, I I don't think you'd ever be shooting that direction, but they probably right. give you an idea. I suppose they've, they've got pretty good pilots. He's not going to do a hard bank on them. I don't know. The ones that I saw, they didn't have a gun that was mounted to like a turret or anything. Yeah. It was just 
literally with a Shooting strap out the door. And, yeah, Shit. that's what I've seen too. And they're just strapped in with a, with a harness and leaning out the door and just you know. See, yeah. I think it'd be cooler just to hang on to the skid with one hand and just just, just <laughs> use a pistol just, and shoot down below. Say hello to my little friend. Say hello to my little friend. That's how I'd go hog hunting. <laughs> All right, but I don't have a helicopter. I think I think the off the husk and farm for profit should probably it, do that as a charity event. It obviously a, should be provided for us. Listener right. out and we'll there, come down and kill hogs for the hungry. Hello as hunting. a charity yeah. event. Yeah. Hogs as, for hungry. Yeah. As, as Dave Googles, <laughs> hogs for hungry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that would be that would be a blast. That'd be a huge adrenaline rush. I don't know if I'd ever Tanner be able to probably it. wouldn't go in the. He's too prude. No, I'd go on the hunt. You would. I just spend my time right there's now. There's my hunting, buddy right there. Hunting he's, for guests. He's an auctioneer, world champion auctioneer here, Craig Meyer. They have uh, Hell Hunter LLC. He owns that too, and they just go out that and just pop them. Wow. Yeah, I'm writing that Taking down right now. Hunter LLC. Dave Whitaker, name drop. He's going to use. Yeah. What part of Texas is that in? I. Uh, yeah, Ennis, yeah. Ennis, Texas is where it is. That I, yeah, that okay, makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. North, South, cow- Cowboys fans, that's South. a bear. Go oh, back, go back one picture. Who was that? That, that is uh, that's him. This is his. Okay. Yeah, Texas. That's yeah. Craig. His wife's a automobile auction champion too. So clearly, that bear was not laying in Texas. <laughs> no, no. He I, bet, could, I bet I know who could take us, Grant Wells. But there's his apocalypse. Oh, is their yeah. uh, hunting show? Apocalypse. Apocalypse is their hunting show. Yeah, I've had wild hog. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's how, what I've heard. How could wild hog taste a lot different than commercial hog? Because they eat just a dirt different diet, and bugs, and yeah, corn, sugar cane. Do they get a gamey taste to them? Then, though, I've only had it once. It was it was just like pulled pork. It, it's uh, fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose they could. I suppose you don't want to eat an old boar. You had the one that was growing up near a cornfield. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so happened to fall out of my hog barn. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a wild hog over there. <laughs> Farm for profit. And, I do pay a wild, people, and people paid me to come out and shoot them. Should we do a wild hog roast? Yeah. <laughs> Straight from the wild farm of Hillabo Family Farms? Yeah. <laughs> so when you guys were down at that sugar cane, what was that, a plantation, a factory? What do, what do you call that? <clears throat> Uh, co-op. Co-op. Yeah. So did it smell sweet, too? I don't remember it smelling sweet. Yeah, it had they, its own smell. Right. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bad smell. Yeah, that was just a really poor transition into the question of, what's the worst smell you've ever smelled? Oh, my. Oh, uh, I knew that's what you were getting to. <laughs> oh, uh, I would say Randy. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, after laying Randy. Pipe, <laughs> Randy. <laughs> if you would have smelled what I did to that Casey's gas station. <laughs> 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 That's a week's worth of hunting drinking uh-huh. beer. No, <laughs> uh, you know rotten soybeans is right up there. Oh, That's a that bad, bad one. I put you... that in cat shit on the same. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, fresh, fresh like the wet stuff. Yeah. Oof. But when you step in a pile of rotten soybeans and like your boot slips, oh, just throw them away. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> boots are done. Yeah. yeah, you'll smell that for the next three weeks. Oh. I was actually kind of thinking about that about the dog shit and the cat shit. Just. All of that. It seems like if it already kind of smells bad, but it's smearable. Right. <laughs> Where is it on the smearability scale? Yeah. I do applaud you for, for camping because we did rent a pull-behind camper last, well, the COVID summer, and went and took the girls down there and obviously had to drain the tanks. What do you call it? Pump the tanks, drain the tanks? Yep. And I don't know what that was. It was just a different level of things knowing that it was my shit. C- correct. So that's where, so my wife's the one that gets into the camping big. So she bought the camper, and she likes to make everyone known it's her camper. Uh-huh. So when it comes time to dump the poop chute, 
It's like, eh, it's your camper. Where do you want me to park? <laughs> she does but, it. but you do it every time, don't you? No, God, no, she does it. Oh, you don't? No. Wow. Yep. No, I'll help her hold the hose or something if I need to. I'll help no. her hold the hose. You guys need to do a TikTok. Of the well, typically. Shitter's full, Clark, but shitter's full. <laughs> she could do it. Actually, because most of the time, I might just pull over the side of a gravel road, like really far. Uh, that's then, illegal. Yeah, you are incriminating sure. yourself. I don't know. I guess I'm not sure. I don't know why you can't it's, crap it's on your own we, farm. We just do the, uh, the, the gray water there. We don't, we don't oh, pull the yeah. water. Yeah. Okay. But then she pulls the levers, and then I just drive forward really slow. There's a guy up around my in-laws that has a pumping business and he will pay farmers to allow him to dump on their fields so he doesn't have to go to wherever he's supposed to go yep so i said they're going well i guess it's not any different than pulling out of a hog barn right no it's still it's still ridiculously probably a uh, controlled substance i mean you're not supposed to so if you have a hog office attached to your hog building and you got a toilet in your hog office. You're not, supposed, right, to not dump, supposed to go in the pit. Dump your human poop into the hog poop. There probably yeah. should be some sort of a management plan for the manure coming out of these campers. <laughs> yeah. and you have to take an analysis every time. Yeah. So do you piss in the shower? <laughs> no, I have a separate. Hey, we just found the name of the podcast. <laughs> it's in the shower. It's, I have. It'd be the same thing. I mean, it's I, all going I have down a septic the same system drain. for the office. Well, I know, but it goes down to He's the He's not asking time. about the office. So, He's wait, just... you're telling me you don't pee in the shower? <laughs> I, well, I, I just, I just learned did. that people piss in the shower. What? I might, I might have learned it on here. You, I just, you just learned that? I was like, why would you do that? And then did I realized you not go to high school? It's the same plumbing, it's, so I guess. Yeah, it's gray water. Yeah, anytime the warm water hits you, you got to pee. Like, what are you going to do? It's, you, did you not play sports in high school with the. High school I, locker room. I guess I, I guess I didn't piss in the shower on the other guys. So <laughs> I'm with you. Well, I don't. I did not piss in the shower <laughs> in high school. I, I didn't. I didn't either in high school. And I don't piss on myself in the shower. Like I got aim. Yeah, I got <laughs> aim. There's the drain. I'll go in the same spot. City sewer. If you're really big and fat, you have to get in the shower to poop. <laughs> that's because you can't a, wipe. So it just a, wipes yeah. It you, off. How do you wipe if you're that fat? Where He's do we go from here? Isn't that, they, <laughs> it's called a stomper. No, this is stomp, called a stomp it down the drain. drain. Don't they use the three <laughs> seashells or something? <laughs> See, that's what these beverages are perfect for, is it, it completely takes you from one topic to the next. So staying on the black velvet train. I smell the green, the green apple. Thanks to Dull Distributing. We now have BV apple, so black velvet apple. We started oh. with the toasted caramel. I wonder if these two together... Ooh. Just judging off the smell, can I trade mine back in for a toasted caramel? <laughs> you know what's good? Go back to the toasted caramel with uh, bush light apple. Yep. We should just add some like of the toasted caramel, caramel apple. to your apple one. It's very toasted dangerous. apple. Yeah. Well, he's got to try the apple one yeah, first. Yeah, I better try it. This tastes it. like yeah. apple pucker. Oh, you oh, did taste it. Yeah, like it's it. good stuff. Got some bad memories from apple pucker. I was apple just going to say yeah. the same thing. <laughs> it's a panty dropper. So lately, this has been my drink, has been BV apple and water. <laughs> it's a panty dropper, but it's been his drink. So have you been giving it to him? He drops his own panties. That's not nearly as good as that caramel one. There you go. It's, I it's go better than apple. And... It's better than apple pucker. Yeah? Yeah. But it still brings me back to that. I'm going to grab the next one. You guys keep the conversation. Well, the difference that I want to know from BV corporate, so if you're listening, is why the BV toasted caramel comes in a glass bottle 
Oh. But the BV Apple comes in a plastic bottle. Because I assume if it's Apple, you're probably a college kid and you're going to drop it all over the... Breaking the bag as you're climbing (laughs) out the window. Breaking the bag as you're climbing out the car or the window. (laughs) Oh, that's pretty funny. But I just... I mean, because this is the same bottle that the regular Black Velvet comes in. So if you ever wanted to just try BV Apple, you got to go all in and get the big... The big gulp, huh? The big bottle. So yeah, there's there's two flavors of Iowa's number one most purchased liquor. So welcome to the state. Yes, thank you. That's a great yeah. welcoming. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wonder if Nebraska will do that for us. Well, I know that their corn is second to Iowa's <laughs> as far as quality goes. We've already had that debate over and over and over again. Technically, though, uh, wouldn't they be third or fourth to Iowa's? Uh, behind. <laughs> <laughs> so... The last tile guys that we had on, mm-hmm. Joel Lang, actually, his family sold their entire Nebraska farm and moved to and bought Iowa farm ground to start over just because of how much more I productive the ground was. But the ground costs that much more, too, generally, right? I would argue, I mean, yeah. I would argue, maybe, maybe this is a good question for the real estate guy here, but the economics in any region are going to work themselves out. Yeah, there uh, taxes in the long run, and then there, there you either have dry farms or wet farms there, and so you have the dry area or an irrigated. It's irrigated or non-irrigated. Which in Iowa, there are way more farms that are just non-irrigated because they get enough moisture. So I think most people make the move from Nebraska this direction just for the security and water that they don't have to worry about what well they're using. Is it irrigated? Water rights, mineral rights, where like all farmland that sells here. It's just all included versus you go to like Colorado or Western Nebraska, mineral rights are huge and water rights are. Yeah. What's land around here worth? Uh, so our average for the state just kind of did some analytics on it. We're at about uh, 10,500 an acre is our just average. That's all ground. That's the good looking girls and the bad looking girls. And then if you take just the high end ground, so we have a CSR score here, different than any other state. We have a corn suitability rating. It's like good-looking girls at a bar. Uh, 100 is the best farm ground in Iowa, 0.5 is the worst. So if you have an 80 or above, it's that eight good-looking farm, whatever, that kind of ground's going for 15000 an acre. If you get down to the, like the, you know, mediocre ground, this is where you can make repairs. So like add tile, et cetera, you know, and that's the kind of ground that's the 50 to 75. Yeah. Marriage. (laughs) You know, it's not the girl you dated, but it's the, it's, uh, it's the the one you want to marry. It's the kind you keep, take home, try to improve, maybe improve it, maybe don't. But that kind of ground right there, that's the stuff that's sitting at that, uh, 10, 12,000 acre. Have you ever seen the hot, crazy matrix? <laughs> That's what I was referring yeah, yeah. to. You that. should do that with farmland. <laughs> oh, I should. Yeah, that, would that would be, be good. pretty could... good. But, um, <laughs> that would, be, that would uh, be great. So when you're saying that, we just bought a couple pieces up where we are, and 6,100 was the was a 120, and then we did a, a 230 between the both of them, yep. about 6,400. And that was, we're like, oh, like 6,400 an acre, you know. And, and both of them are going to get patterned. Yep. Uh, you know, so they both need a thousand dollars an acre worth and of tiles. What kind of bushels per acre do you get on ground like that? I mean, this year we raised two hundred. So our ten-year average since we started pattern tiling has really increased. I mean, our ten-year average right now is probably like a one ninety. Prior to that, like one eighty was our top, like for a farm average. Yeah. See, I I argue like where Chuck Weldon is in 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 northern Missouri. There's some farms there that are arguably half the cost of Iowa, but they're still getting the same yield off of it so money's made in the margins yeah 
But why would you want to live in Missouri? So <laughs> it's, it's we so still much like, worse than Iowa. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> we still it's like our Missouri listeners. There. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. So everywhere south of 80, do you guys have like a border like south of Albert Lee? It's just Norwegian. Norwegian? <laughs> well, I would say north of 210. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, north of that I-94, 210 kind of. 94 comes pretty close to kind of following if you look on like google earth and you switch it over to well i'm thinking of google maps now but you switch it over to the satellite view you can see the trees and the lakes and the lines from where it's larger fields and flatter fields and bigger farming versus a lot more trees then it becomes like north country yeah then it's a lot more sand so they they will grow a lot of more vegetables and potatoes and stuff in the irrigated ground up there but it's a pretty good pretty good divide nice so a lot of our episodes especially our farm for fun formats we have one of the three of us comes up with a rant you know because not everything goes perfectly smooth in agriculture not everything is going to make you happy and smile all the time so one rant that i think i'm going to turn Corey loose on and maybe you guys have experienced the same thing and maybe you don't even care is Corey was telling me a story about all the notifications he'd get from one individual oh. But uh, I'm going to let him finish that out. No, you haven't done this yet. <laughs> so is this where we let him rant for five, ten minutes? Uh, no, or just, we... This will be quick. But like, so this is particularly to TikTok, and maybe you guys get it on the uh, Instagrams or whatever. But you know, I'll open my app and I'll have forty or ninety-nine notifications, no big deal. But then sometimes, like, I haven't posted for a few days, and all of a sudden, I'll have ninety-nine plus, and it's just one person going through and liking all my videos. Yep, I've seen that. Great. Well. I'm going to go check this person's, you know, they took the time to watch all my videos like it. I should just click and see who they are. And you go to it, and they don't even follow you. Son of a bitch. You liked all those, but you didn't have, you didn't, have, you liked that you many times, but you couldn't follow me? You weren't worth the time. And I was going to follow you back. <laughs> come on, man. It does make me curious when you come across somebody who has just gone one after one after one, because clearly they took the time to go through whatever platform it is to look. Just to wonder. I don't know if I've ever correlated it back to if they followed me or not. I haven't either. I always yeah. assumed it was someone that followed me and then went, yeah. and then yeah. just went through them all and, and was clicking them. Out of, out of respect, I was like, oh, you know, they took the time. I'm going to go check this person out, and if they look legit, if they've passed my whatever, you know, metrics that I have for following someone, then I was going to follow them back. I've got to the point where they've got to be fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to follow someone that's just posting nice looking pictures mm-hmm. so do you have a i mean there are certain nice looking you? pictures <laughs> yeah is there a video about me yeah is there a, a music, music video, video about you there, there's not i haven't paid anyone yet oh okay <laughs> <laughs> randy so is that a rant or randy, is we, there, need a, the we need a music video <laughs> so that but that's a good point in stating just that i self-consciously will look at people's profiles Maybe. but i but i don't want to be the guy that goes like 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 even if i liked all the videos I don't. I self-consciously don't hit too many likes because I don't want to get noticed. How about the? Because you, you're a normal person. <laughs> How about the crazy people that you? It's usually opposite sex, but we'll go back like two years, three years, like on your Twitter or Facebook or whatever, and like a video, and it's just like, you know, that didn't pop up in their feed. Like, yeah, you have an ex-wife they, or they are creepy. <laughs> you have an ex-wife. He's just highly sought after. <laughs> Uh, I've, I've got a few that'll that'll just keep messaging yeah. and messaging. And Those messaging. are the and I've got one crazy. guy. I get like three. He's memes. not named the master pipe player for <laughs> no reason, <laughs> right? I, he sends me like three reels or memes or something a day, 
and then those I just I just let them go for a long time and then usually I wait till the winter time just about every night I'm in the hot tub out behind the house so that's when I get to my messages but then I mentioned that on our podcast so then <laughs> so every time I'm I'm sending messages guys are like you're in your hot tub aren't you <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny the other thing that I figured was going to roll onto this rant is Corey sent me a TikTok that was very accurately describing the hardest working farmer. Mm-hmm. So why don't you, while I pour this last one to try. I can't remember the guy. I feel bad because I don't have his username. Oh, we can look, know it. It. I'll look it up here after I get done pouring. The well, I can was, already tell you that every single farmer on social media is, is the, the hardest. hardest working farmer on the planet. <laughs> this guy was, uh, he was accurately describing there is no award for being the hardest working farmer and we all just want everyone to give it the society to give us a hand job because we have how <laughs> how hard working we are or say we are or there's certain people right. oh i got up at 6 a.m oh yeah i got up at 5 30 you know whatever it's like no one gives a shit right you know right like yep i'd rather make make money I'm, doing this kind of stuff you know with your mind right like, yeah well how do you have time for that it must yeah. be nice <laughs> you might be surprised to hear this, but I've had farmers wonder how I have time to carry a camera around and make videos. Yeah. Yeah. Hitting a button's pretty hard. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pull it out of my pocket and hit record. Yeah. The time is probably in the editing. So do you, do you still do your own editing? My wife does. Okay. So how about oh. the, uh, and I don't want to bash advocates. Yeah. But... But you're gonna? Well, <laughs> so there I was. Does it go too far sometimes? For sure. It's like a hundred well, dollar bottle. I think it, it ends up in the echo chamber a lot of the times. Yeah. That's what I think. It gets, it's pushed too hard too much. Played into the echo chamber, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just, you know, people know when they're getting sold to, they know when they're getting pushed something on, and it, then <clears throat> they feel it. But with that, so we, so I said we were hunting with this, it was a hunting club, they yeah. own a nice acreage of, of wooded timber. And, and then we also paid a guide and we went on a, a speckle belly. Yep. Oh, speckle hunt. And that guide out there, we were asking him or Brian was asking him, he was laying next to him in the blind or in the, on these boards. And he was asking him about like the farming practices. You know, do we have any, do you have any cattle down here? So guys will chop, you know, corn stalks off. He was saying, you know, that's their biggest hunting is, is when guys chop silage. This guy had no idea what he was talking about. He's like, no, they just, I think around here, they just go out there to the brush hog and mow the corn off and then put the cattle on it. Oh. I mean, he, had, he had no idea. And he sort of works in that field. He's a guide. Literally like, kind of works in that field. <laughs> how is there that still that big of a disconnect? It does seem crazy. So here, I did find it. So it's, am I unmuted over there, Dave? You are. So this is not the Zach Attack song again, right? (laughs) Zach Attack. WWL Titan 2 is the username. Set some hot takes on livestock farming. Well, Happy New Year, Farm Talk. So yesterday, um, I see Tony Reed had had done that TikTok about that guy trying to tell him, you know, um, livestock farmers again, you know, talking about how much harder work they are or whatever, you know. And a couple things on that. Um, and I've mentioned before about this that I had a real attitude when I was younger um, about being, thinking, you know, as ours working guy around. All right. Three minutes. Um, first thing, all right, there's no prize for the guy that works the hardest. There is not a prize, all right? You guys are familiar with John Henry, right? What happened to John Henry? Skip well, to the hand job. He the rifle guy? the machine, and <laughs> then he laid down and died, right? So, so John, John Henry was the story of... 
There's a, ton- thing about a, a tunneling machine, and he was the strongest axe swinger, pickaxe swinger there was, and was going to outwork the new invention of the steam-powered tunneling machine. And he did. And he literally died as soon as he got done. Just it overworked himself. So, yeah, well, the, the whole point of that three-minute TikTok is we, we make it a status symbol that we work harder than anybody else. And you that's don't. fine. You don't. I don't physically work as hard as you do. <laughs> don't uh, physically. Okay. All right. Let's, but let's, mentally, let's, I got you whipped. You, right. yeah. you guys are talking about hunting. I'm hunting for guests. I'm hunting, yeah, hunting for top. Yeah. So that, you but, kill guests? Yes. You got to lure them in. <laughs> You didn't. Now these guys are worried. Okay. Is this the part where we die? Yeah. <laughs> Have some more BV. Uh, so it, it just was an interesting perspective that there are a lot of farmers that take pride in the amount of work that they do, and if that's their achievement and they're proud of it, I think that's fine. But it's also the same line of that I go with vegans and vegetarians is if you're proud of working hard, that's fine. Just don't tell me about it. Yeah. Well, I saw somebody post on social media not long ago talking about that very thing and how it, why does it seem like it has to be a competition, a competition for who can work themselves to death the quickest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't need to be. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get your knees replaced before I do. Congratulations. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I enjoy spending time with the kids and going to hockey games and doing stuff that they enjoy more than I enjoy working. That's been hard for me. Not not hard. I mean, how do I put that? It sounds terrible. But I love work. I love what I do, working yeah, wise. Here. And I do, and I like to uh, be diversified. So I'm always thinking, right? My mind's always on, even when I'm home. But like taking the time to slow down to go to the games. That was a ninja move over there. <laughs> taking the time to, you know, take a, a work day afternoon off and go to a movie with your kids or something like that. Like, it's hard to do, but after you do it, it's so freaking rewarding. Like, and you right. love it. Like, oh, my gosh. But at the same time, I mean, there's certain things you're doing that, that don't allow you to do that. Absolutely. And, and, but you chose to be in that profession. Yeah. So we don't need to sit and tell everyone how, no. how we, we can't do anything because we have to work all the time. If, yeah. if we chose to do that. And, and it doing. isn't like, you know, most professions are the same way. Yeah. You know, even if you got a nine to five, that's a lot harder. I mean,. We're pretty flexible, or at least I am in my job. Yep, I can take off and drive down here. I definitely in am January. In that was yeah. that was probably the main reason I wanted to be a farmer. You know, my parents actually pushed me to not be a farmer. Go to college. You don't want to come back here and do that. But then I, my dad was at every one of my baseball games, every one of my basketball games, and you know that he could make it to. And I saw that, and it's like you know, family's bigger than the farm. And For then, sure. But then the farm is the family, and like right. it's it's all intertwined. Mm. So. It, it's pretty cool. Yep. What do we got going on here, guys? We got a phone call or guest coming in. Hello, oh, hello. Is it Jimmy? Oh, no. Hello? <laughs> oh, hi. How are you? Hey, guys. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> it's going pretty good. Get your video on. Oh, nice. We need your video. Hey, that's, actually, that's I prefer you put yeah. your pants on first. Yeah. Oh, where is he going to pop up? Hey, I need video of we you. Need, we need a video. I, I need to know if this is Jim or Randy. Oh, oh. <laughs> How do I how do I do that? Start video. This is Randy. This is Randy. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry guys. Start video. Hey Why everybody. <laughs> you guys gonna have to walk me through it. Uh, lower left corner. There's a picture of a 1984 RCA camcorder. 
<laughs> oh, there is. Yeah. You got to click that. Once you click that. Uh, share screen. Yep, share screen. No, not share screen. Nope. Just video on. So when you click uh, down video. there, that little up, it'll say uh, camera. All right, guys. So I see a start video. Here we go. Hold on a second. Oh my, good. that is that is some good audio there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the springs of, of Still nothing, huh? Nothing yet. I think your video is on, but it's just dark. You're gonna have to maybe you got tape over your camera or something? No, no. No, okay. Oh no gun. This just stinks. You might have to do it on your phone. Here, I'll just swap over. Hold on a second. I can't okay. hold my first question in any longer. Do we talk funny or does he? <laughs> <laughs> it's both. Quit it. Quit it. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, have one second. Y'all doing all right? I'm doing Everybody all right. good? Yeah. We're yep. great. Excellent. Fan- fantastic. As Tanner would say, marvelous is going to be my new word, though. Fantastic. Marvelous? That's that's Mar- very sophisticated. It is. I, I just caught it the other day, and so every time I go to a gas station, they're like, how's your day? I'm like, marvelous. And it just stops people in their like, track. They're what? like, what? I'm like, well, made you stop. Think about it. I, I got a movie in my mind, and I can't think of the name of it. Oh, The Greatest Showman. That's what it made me think of. Marvel. Immediately, I... I, I was going to assume Garage Girls 8, but you didn't give me time to <laughs> spit it out. Garage Girls. <laughs> when we were in Arkansas, everybody that saw you in Camel, you go to any store, yeah, and somebody would ask, hunting? Hunting? Like, yep. And they'd like, well, what you hunting for? And we kept saying moose. <laughs> <laughs> moose. All moose. Right. I just assumed so everyone hunted down there. Join. All right, we're going to admit you in there. It's connecting. Now you got to turn, turn your video nope, on. Now you got to turn your video on. <laughs> Damn it, Start Randy. <laughs> oh, hey, wait. There he is. Hey. Hey. Dave, hit record. Hey, Zach. Oh, hey, Randy. Got the recording in progress. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing super. Just trying to get all this figured out. <laughs> is this your first Zoom meeting, Randy? It is. And you got a Minnesota shirt on. Look at that. Oh, it's well, a Millennium it Farmer shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the second song to your uh, Millennial Farmer album up yet? or uh, Not yet, uh, but it will be coming. So. Working on it. <laughs> Ooh, I got to lie, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been watching Millennial Farmer? Well, I started, um, I guess, pretty not too long ago. Um, his first video was the old fielder when he got stuck. Do you remember that, Zach? I remember that. <laughs> and I seen that, and my, my brother does the YouTube. I was like, goodness gracious, this guy is, is something special. And then from there, I, you know, followed him on Facebook, Instagram. And so I just had this crazy idea. I said, hey, why don't I write a song about this guy? And, uh, you know, he finally commented. So I, I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> so what did, what did he pay you for that? What's that? What did he pay you to write that song? Oh, nothing. Nothing. We're still Nothing we're still going See? with that, huh? See, <laughs> that, Randy, this is the master pipe player. You know the master pipe player from Off the Husk. Watch all of Zach's videos, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, Randy, we were just talking about you, and I don't know if everybody realized it, but Zach was talking about how much he loves it when his fans just go through every one of his videos and likes them, like one right after the other after the other. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, kind of, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the band Journey. Uh-huh. Yeah, Never yeah, heard right? of them. Well, their um, their lead singer now is from the Philippines, and he was just a fan of the band 
and he was like a, a cover band. So kind of figured, don't you know, maybe if I, you know, could kind of be that. So oh. now I'm I'm talking with Zach because so I you, made a song. You're, you're song part of the band now. You're like the lead guitarist now. Exactly. Are exactly. you are you asking me to be in the band? Maybe. Maybe. Do you play? Uh, no. <laughs> nope. You shake them around. I almost, I almost said skin flute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I can't play that at all. Yeah, well, come up here to Florida and we can get a bass guitar or something. Maybe a triangle. triangle. Oh, I can play the crap out of a triangle. Yeah. yeah. So you're in Florida. Is that a snowboard in the background? Next to a no. giraffe. <laughs> this is my kid's baby doll. <laughs> oh. No, the green thing What's next it? to the giraffe. Oh, no, that's, that's a shelf. That's a shelf. Oh, it's just oh. a shelf next to your giraffe. Okay, yeah. in Florida. Got it. Yeah. Uh-oh. So, there we go. There we go. So, Randy, do you watch a lot of the news? Do you, do you get to see a lot of the agricultural news? Did you see that John Deere has a fully autonomous tractor now? I did. I did. And I'm sure um, that's, that's going to be incredible, amazing. Uh, autonomous. I don't know. I don't know. So who's who's your brother? Uh, well, my brother's Jim. Jim, and he's the one with the YouTube channel. Correct. He has the Field Rose YouTube channel. Okay. Do you I two get along? Eh. I mean, do you have a brother, Zach? I do. Do y'all get along? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Started working with family. So, long story short, I, I made the TikTok. People seem to like it, so now there's a little Jim's kind of jealous because, you know, especially now because the Zach Attack video came out. But long story short, we don't really get along. This is Zach and Randy. We actually we actually had Jim on our podcast. What was that last fall? Yeah, was would have been this and fall. And he let Randy come on for uh, a little bit, not too long, but yeah, he's been on the podcast before. Yep, yep. We were picking peanuts that day. I remember. I was running the dump cart. How was your peanut yield this year? Uh, it was fair. Fair. About uh, maybe twenty. Well, no, about maybe forty-two hundred pounds. That's that's decent. That's a lot of peanuts. The, three, the fantastic yield. So, would you like the opportunity that's what to come, she said. To come <laughs> up to uh, Minnesota and farm with uh, Zach here? Uh, in the summertime, but not now. I've seen some of the videos of all the snow. So, well, right now works. we are in balmy central Iowa. Right now, it's well <laughs> above zero. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. You rode dirt bikes. You probably like riding a snowmobile. I would love to ride a snowmobile. Yep. I'm a big motocrosser. You guys check out Anaheim 1 Supercross mm. race this Saturday? No. No. Ken won. Who, who won it? Ken Roxon. He's a German. Ah, uh, the German. See, the problem is there's dirt track races in New Mexico all weekend, so I missed the dirt bike ones. Okay. Gotcha. Is it the Russians or the Germans that always get in trouble for doping issues? Is that the same in motocross? I, what would you dope in motocross? <laughs> Yourself. <Yep>. Nas. <laughs> you try getting on one of those motorcycles yeah. and hanging on. I suppose, yeah. Yeah. No, we, we, we kind of surprised Zach. Oh, nice. Yeah. I had no idea you were coming on. Does he look like he looks on TV, kind of? Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's, no. Yes, just a shorter penis. <laughs> <laughs> the camera the, the camera does add, what is it, how many, 40 pounds, 20 pounds? What, to me, it adds about 60. <laughs> oh, that was the sugar. Yeah. That's yeah. Not, the camera's accurate. <laughs> Zach, did you like the video? I loved it. I've been watching it over and over and over. 
So, I appreciate that. So we actually, Randy, need to send you a, a document via email to get your permission to use that for an intro song. <laughs> Absolutely. Anything you guys need, just let oh, me know. Oh, good. All right, it's on audio oh, now, right. so we're good. Yeah, we're safe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> he can get paid double for that video. Uh-huh. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> I might have to use it once in a while as well. I haven't figured That'd out for great. what yet. Just, like, where can I embarrass myself? Yeah. Did so, you like the lyric, um... Muscles like armor. <laughs> I, I did. I did. Do you have your guitar? You should sing us a, a verse. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Weird. I have this guitar. Hold on just a second, Randy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on Randy. I got to do this because we're in podcast format. So for listeners that can't see what happens, so Randy is on Zoom. He joined us, and when we asked if he had his guitar, it pulled like almost out of his. Back it had to satchel. be like a quarter inch out of the frame. Yep. <laughs> pulled it right out, and it is now sitting on his lap. So I, uh, I want to make sure that you fully understand what is going on. So yes, go ahead, Randy. The stage is yours. The force of the verse, or just everything. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. If you're gonna be a fun, you gotta be tough. Sharp around the edges with a little beer rough. I know a farmer that's better than them all. He takes no slack and his name is Zach. Zachary Johnson, millennial farmer, the best farmer in the whole wide world. It's like a tax farm and like a mountain lion. Wow! We'll stop it there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Good job. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, now, how do you know that Zach raises 600 bushel corn? He asked for the, the yield records. Oh. <laughs> uh, on his Wikipedia profile, it said that he averages 600 bushel. <laughs> <laughs> Trust Wikipedia, definitely. What is your favorite video of Millennial Farmer? Ooh, that's, that's a hard question. I guess it had to be the first one I watched with the old fielder because that's, you know, my first time seeing him. And I'm like, wow. Did he <laughs> say oil fielder? Oh, oh. I oil, think so. Oil, oil fielder? Oh. <laughs> oil filter. It was stuck. Oil, oil filter. filter. I think he said fielder. Oil fuller. Oh. Yep. It's kind of like Louisville. Not an oil fielder. <laughs> Those are different. <laughs> yes. So we're yes. going to pause you, Randy. You know how this works. Well, I don't know if you got to, you know, your, your brother might have actually got to to uh, witness all of our beer tasting, so you might not have gotten that opportunity. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna we're gonna okay. pause here real quick because we have a very special tasting next. Yeah. Corey, I'll let you tell this the backstory one, I, to this. I don't one. think you guys are gonna like this one as much as the flavored whiskeys. But this is uh, this was sent to us as a Christmas gift from Mr. Marty Nall. And uh, it so, if is, you're on TikTok, yeah. that would be a good follow for you. He's probably one of the biggest supporters of agriculture on TikTok. And truck and talk. What's what's the TikTok name? Uh, Marty, I think it's just Marty Nall. Marty Nall seventy five. Yeah. M a r t y n a l l seventy five. And uh, this is a bottle of Eagle Rare out of the Buffalo Trace bourbon distilling factory. It's a fancy like that. bottle too. Is this yeah. is a whiskey. This is a bourbon. Bourbon so, whiskey. Okay. Yep. 
whatever, uh, to age 10 years. Oh, God, it smells like a whiskey oh, without yeah. apple in it. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's kind of kerosene. I could use a can so of Coke. Supposedly, I've never had this before. Supposedly, it's pretty good. So let's, uh, let's give it a little Oh, my sip. God, that is, that is delicious. Dave's got his beer chaser ready. For a, yeah, well, that's that is a whiskey. Good. It's smooth. It's wow. smooth. It's got a little heat. I like that. Good a whiskey. Lot. Randy, that's a, that's okay. Yeah. Smooth, Randy, Randy smooth in the studio. Heat, we got like two it. Randys. So, uh, Dave, fun fact he thought, Marty thought you would like this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Dave don't like Dave hardly likes beer. You know, he wants girl drinks. Yeah. So, <laughs> so in Louisville, he's going to have a, a special bottle of vodka for you. Oh, my. Yep. I do like vodka. Yep. So, thank you, Marty, and all. Thank you, Marty. This was good. This was this uh, has a good nose feel. It, it this is a, I'm pretty sure this is over hundred dollars bottle. After one or two of those, I wouldn't be able to taste anything, so it would probably yeah. work out really good. I think I would do this over vodka, though. Yeah, especially if it was on ice. We had some ice. Oh, ice. That's, that's my that's my bad. Yeah, I should have had some ice here. But I would say your description earlier of the toasted caramel, kind of how it caramel. warmed you up. Yeah, this this definitely does that for sure. Going down. Yep. Randy, what's your tattoo of on your left arm? Do you get millennial farmer? <laughs> no, it's just um, uh, it's got my kids on it, and it's a mimic of my brother's tattoo. So, um, Solomon of the Seas. He just Uh-oh. won't break character. Is there? I mean, there's not one, but yeah. What's that? Well, I was just mentioning how it, it, you and Jim are so alike that it kind of seems like you're playing a character of Jim. But I, I, I get that sometimes, but um. Uh, we explained this in um, Tanner and Corey Y'all's uh, podcast. Yep. That's the one you're not the case. You know that? Um, yeah, Jim got a tattoo and I loved it. So I said, why not get the same one? I already kind of saw what it looked like. So kind of test drive a car before you buy it. Test drive a car before you buy it. So, Jim, are you, are you making any trips to any winter conferences this year? Are you doing Commodity Classic or the National Farm Machinery Show? Or oh, Randy, I'm sorry. <clears throat> That'd be a that'd be a fair one a fair way to ask. Yeah, actually, we've got the Precision Planting Conference. They contacted me, and I'm going to that here in Dothan, Alabama. That's where I was actually born. It's about 45 minutes away. That's January 21st. That's next Friday. So if you guys are in town, come on down. Send yep. Precision Planting a bill. <laughs> you got be, any of us going to be in Alabama, Southern Alabama, next Friday? No, no, no. The no. show won't even be out. Be out then. That's true. This will be just like Justin Danger's asking us to give for Christmas presents when yeah. it comes out on the 2nd of January. Whoops. <laughs> what about National Farm Machinery Show, Louisville? You going to come to that? I would love to go to that, but unfortunately I've got something planned that weekend. Okay. What about Commodity Classic in March? Never heard of it. Where's that, where's that at? New Orleans. Oh, nice. Yeah, could probably make that. Well, you might be able to see Zach. For sure. Let's that do it. incredible. Incredible. Incredibly disappointing. (laughs) That'd be fantastic. Uh, Last time I was in New Orleans was for the Supercross race in 2001. So I have a question on cotton. Yes, sir. Is that for you or Jim? Both. You you can get that? So how come you see sometimes the bales will start on fire? Is that because they were baled wet? Great question, Randy. Yes, a lot of times if you do pick cotton when it's got the dew still on it and you pack it real tight in the module builder, it builds up heat, it can catch fire overnight. We actually had it happen to us years ago. Another thing is, of course, 
which now they've got the round bellers that make like the square bell of hay, but it's cotton. Of course, you have a barren or something go out, and it chunks it off in the baler. Next thing you know, your, your cotton's on fire. Hmm. Yep. What were you going to say, Zach? Well, I just wanted to reference, like, if you were to quick make some panties out of this cotton. Like, you, you could have wet panties right away. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was going to stop myself until yeah. you decided on to ask fire. again. On fire. I could see... I could see the glisten in your eyeballs. It was not worth holding back. <laughs> but then, but then I had a few seconds Randy, and I I stopped it. Randy, is he always this funny? Is he? <laughs> Careful how yes. you answer that. Wow. So, Randy, if you had to make your own millennial farmer, what would your name be? Like, if you were if you were a superstar on YouTube and whatnot, what would you be called? I mean, Zach is a great name. Like Zach Morris, I was a huge fan of him back in the. Saved by the Bell. Saved days, by the Bell, yeah. Um, I've always liked the name Gavin. Gavin. Like, you know, like Gavin Ross, lead singer of Bush. Remember them? Huh. Gavin DeGraw. Yeah. Robinson. Huh. Interesting. Ga- Gavin the farmer? Gavin the. Weasel? Gavin the peanut farmer. The peanut farmer. We need to think of clever names for your social media profile. <laughs> peanut feel, farmer. Something. I feel like it has to start with peanuts. We need something with peanuts. Oh, yeah. There's got to be a play on words there. Right. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, I yep. like that. Huh. Zach, Go ahead. What, what's your favorite band? Oh, man. I probably like Leonard Skinner because you can put them on any time, and it's awesome. Yep. 38 special. Yep. All that yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Huh. You can just tell your phone to play Leonard Skinner, and it's going to be good. No doubt. That's a good pick. Growing peanuts. Oh, yeah. 2022. There you go. <laughs> but you got to say it fast, like growing peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Maybe grown. Grown? Grown. Grown. Grown peanuts. Grown peanuts. Grown so it's, <laughs> it's already grown. <laughs> that's got to be the, the name of your next, that's your part two to Zach's song. Yeah. Oh, can yeah. he can write a song about one of you guys <laughs> <laughs> with a Leonard Skinner theme? Uh-huh. Yes, Sweet Home Minnesota or something. Sweet Home Minnesota. Yeah, I but like it. Option. But in the Minnesota, Sweet Home Minnesota, <laughs> Minnesota, <laughs> where we'll we raise six hundred bushel corn. Let's uh-huh. go get in a bowl. Get your groceries from a bag. <laughs> Got a hot dish. <laughs> <laughs> we did not play off of that enough. We should have been better prepared for the accents. That's perfect. Well, we don't have a lot of time left, Randy and Randy and Zach. So how about we close this out in true farm for fun fashion? We always ask the same question of all of our guests. So last year, Jim got to answer the question of what the most successful farmers all have in common. We're in a new year now, so we've switched it. So now we are asking, what do you know now that you wished you'd have known when you were younger? So what is something that you wished you'd have known earlier? Even if it was last week, what is something that you know now that you wished you'd have known before? Who's going to take the lead? Master Pipe Player, are you going first? Well, I'll go back to a, a comment saying we say around the, the tile job a lot, and that's Pipe is Life. Pipe, pipe is, is life. life. Pipe is Life. You wish you would have known that earlier? Yep. Pipe is Life. Pipe is Life. So if you would have got into the pipe earlier, if, you'd be if we way could, if off. we would have started pattern tiling stuff ten years ago, where the farm would have been would have been incredible. 
pipe his life. That sounds like a drug dealer. It slogan. does. Yeah, it does. So really, he's saying, don't wait to make good decisions. Uh, you spin that very smoothly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That was good. Good job, Dave. <laughs> well, what about the other Randy? Well, I wish I would have known what the real estate market is doing. I would have purchased a lot of land in Cape Sandblast about 20 years ago. Yeah. That's a, I had the fun. That's a better answer than I thought you were going to say. I figured you'd want to discover Zach's YouTube channel sooner. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> I wouldn't take that from him. There's only one Zach Johnson. <laughs> Zach attack. He's a hell of a golfer. Uh-huh. <laughs> he is. So what do you think, Zach? What, what's something you know now that you wish you'd have known sooner? I wish I would have bought shares in Pfizer. Oh, <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny and sad all at the same time is I reached out to see if they wanted to sponsor this podcast. Pfizer? Yep, just to see if they would send their money and not care about what was said. Because I, I don't know if you've seen that TikTok or the, the uh, Instagram going around about how they sponsor every newscast. Yeah. And it's brought to you by Pfizer. We could be brought to you by Pfizer. Just so you know, Yeah. don't go get it. And did they respond? No, nobody responded. Uh, nobody responded. We'd be in a bigger, better building if Pfizer had written us a check. <laughs> Maybe you got to start smaller. Oh, that might be good advice. <laughs> you should go through and like every one of their posts <laughs> without following yeah. them. <laughs> without following them. He's a professional host. See what yep. he did there? Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Piss him off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Well, that's that's what we've got for our Farm for Fun show. What you, you guys, guys don't have to answer the question? Well, we're the hosts. Oh, we, we do it throughout, throughout the year. We do. Ah, listen yep. to this. But since this is a crossover show, mm-hmm. we probably do. I I'll start. I'll go first to give you guys some more time. That that'll be my. I'll take one for the team here. I would say I wish I would have trusted myself in a lot of instances sooner than I did. When I feel like there's a good idea that I should have started. And for example, the podcast, this podcast could have been four years old if we just would have started it when we initially thought it was a good idea to bring out. It's still great. We're still having a fantastic experience. But can you imagine being two years deeper into the process? So I would say I wish I would have trusted myself sooner than I do now to when you think something's a good idea, go do it. I would have to say there's probably an equally amount of times where you wished you wouldn't have trusted yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. But you can chalk those up to learning experiences. I like that. But, but we don't ever learn. <laughs> well, I like that. That's where I started. What about you guys? I was going to say one about women, but I probably shouldn't. I well, you should. I, that's yeah. all I was running uh, through my mind. Yeah, you I can take that one. It's like, man, I wish I, I would have knew I liked I'm going to go with I wish I would have bought Bitcoin when it was like 100 bucks. You know what the problem is, though? You'd still be sitting on it. You think? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you'd probably find a way to tax you hold. on the money you haven't taken yet. <laughs> hold. Probably. Hold on, right? Hoddle. Hoddle. Yeah. Or you just sold it at, you know. A thousand or ten yeah, thousand. Way yeah, too yeah. cheap, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. All right, Dave, what's your woman? Man, no, I had some. I when, There's a million ways you can answer this question, mm-hmm. so we'll probably answer it more than one time throughout the year. You know, everybody thinks about the stuff that, you know, you wish you would have made more money or you wish you would have done that. I took it a different direction. Like, I wish I wouldn't have said something. Oh. Oh. So I said something to my father once that I wish I wouldn't have said. And you can't take it back once it comes out of your mouth of an auctioneer saying anything. So I wish I would have bit my lip and bited my time a couple times in my life more than I ever had. That's dark. 
That was that was pretty good. But you know yeah. what though? Your dad was still here helping you this weekend. So whatever you said, it, <laughs> he must be a pretty good dad. Well, luckily, I, love. Luckily, I apologize to is him it, after a isn't while. Isn't there a Randy <laughs> Travis song about that? And you know what? You all think it's probably like something bad, like I told him to f off or something. It wasn't that. I was in paramedic school, and my dad's my grandma died, and I'm standing there at his funeral. I said, "Well, people die every day. Nothing you can do about it." Uh. And just being young, dumb, not thinking about it. You know, I was in paramedic school. People did die every day, and they do. But being insensitive and not realizing the situation, I wish there was times I would have uh, to bite my lip and bide my time. I just was too young to realize that. So, hmm. You were numb to that. I, I was, yeah. Just yeah. No, it wasn't like something bad, like we blew up with each other. My dad's like, I don't even remember that. So it worked out for the, it, it worked out. worse for you. But I've been, I've been dreading it for years, like apologizing it, apologize. Like, man, dude, your mom just died and I didn't, I didn't even respect that. But nonetheless, lesson learned. So interesting. Yeah. Different direction. But I would have liked to know that I like girls that are, I'm oh, glad you like girls. Oh, I thought you were ending there. <laughs> Just end right there. At what point were you questioning? Do I? Do no, I like no, girls? no, not that far. It's okay. It's okay if you don't, Dave. It's okay. With, that is true. Yes. It's okay, but we're gonna. We're we gonna just can't say the, the rest on air. <laughs> <laughs> With that, the end of our Farm for Profit show. Welcome. (laughs) So if you guys don't have anything else, that's kind of the way we kick off the show. Randy on Zoom, do you have another Randy, you know, original that you could send us off on with your guitar? Or uh, is it only the only song you've ever known how to play on that guitar is Zach's? Oh, no, I got a a bunch. Can you play Freebird? What's that? Can you play Freebird? I don't really know many covers. Years ago, I could. Just originals? Do you have any song titled Big Peanuts? <laughs> I do got one called I Love My Peanuts. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Sounds fitting. You want know, to you know, that? Yeah. You bet. So, listeners, thank you again for listening to the Farm for Profit podcast. Thank you for listening to an Off the Husk yeah. podcast. We appreciate everything you do for us. Continue to join in and have fun with our conversations each and every week. And until next time. Here's Randy with I Love My Peanuts. I love my peanuts. I love my peanuts. I love my peanuts. I like to fold them. I love to spoil them and buy them nice things. I like fancy fungicides. Why I got Bravo in my eyes. Oh, I started to cry about how much I love my peanuts. <laughs> Oh, Fantastic. Well, that, that was good. amazing. That is very good. That needs to be a YouTube show there. Hopefully Jim will let you do it. Oh, that's funny. Definitely. <laughs>